Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast, The Essentials. I'm Maddie Flint, and this episode, I have my dad, Ted Flint, host of the Pac-Man podcast with me. We invite you to listen anyway, though. And this episode, we're going to be discussing our thoughts on China's spyware that is currently hovering above the U.S., I think they said specifically Montana. Montana. You know, in uh, I'm sure there are people in Montana who would like to take that down themselves if they could, because the federal government's not going to do it. I guess Biden put the uh, Pentagon on notice not to shoot it down, that it was not a threat. And, uh, you know, that remains to be seen, right? Yeah. I mean, there was an article last night that I got from Upward News, which is a news account I follow on Instagram. It used to be more moderate, but ever since Biden got elected in office, it's it's really leaning right. And people are saying, I never thought this was a conservative platform. Platform, but it's really just oh, unbiased platform. yeah yeah that's about the only right. thing that, meaning right in his administration yeah yeah uh you know i i got thinking and I'm, I'm sure you and you and i are probably simpatico on this if trump were president i don't think we would have seen something like this anywhere over no, in america no now, not i read at all. a piece in yahoo news they're saying this has been going on for years every administration so that would include trump they're trying to make it seem like it's not this serious it's, not a, yeah, it's, not a, it's nothing unusual right of course, China's saying it's a weather balloon. No, yeah, yeah. So, like, with that article that I was going to say, quote, the Pentagon says that the United States government has detected and is tracking a high-altitude surveillance balloon that is over the United States right now. And the balloon is the size of three buses and includes a technology bay. And then only five hours ago, another post came in and it stated that Canada has detected a second spy balloon that's on its way to the U.S. And our government, as we were talking about earlier, it's known about it for days, but isn't doing anything. It hasn't shot it down yet. And the reason is because China's not threatened by us. I mean, look who's in office. That's right. exactly what you were getting at. What do you think? Do you think if we were to fly something similar over China, they would have an issue with that? Do you think they would shoot something down? They, immediately. Yeah. Immediately. It wouldn't Russia even make would. it that far. Right. Russia? Yeah. Nobody is threatened by us at all. Yeah. Nobody feels like we have any any significant power. You know? Yeah. We, we have it, but we're afraid to unleash it. The man in office is just not up to the task. In mm. Canada, same deal. Justin Trudeau is not going to uh, make the Chinese pay. He's, he's as bad as Biden. Yeah. So I mean, you know, th- these are the these are who we have leading much of the West. We right. have weak leaders right now. Yeah, yeah, well, that's that's very true. It's unfortunate for everybody who's living underneath it. But speaking of Canada, that's why a lot of people are a little bit suspicious of why Canada happened to see the second balloon before we did. Hmm. Because uh, they weren't sure if they could trust that source. Oh, I there. see. So, I don't know. You know, I was, uh, I didn't listen today, but the local NPR affiliate, and I, I won't quote the woman, I know who she is. She's a, a, a professor at an area college, not in this state, but close. And she's saying, well, I, I, I'm so glad Joe Biden is our president because, you know, I agree with his approach that we should not uh, jump to conclusions and try to shoot this thing down. Can you imagine if Trump we're president, he would shoot it down. Like, yeah, we wouldn't thing. be spied on. <laughs> we wouldn't be spied on. You better believe it. Because the majority of Americans are angry, they're frustrated, and they're missing Trump right now. People have been commenting that all, like, for the past couple days that I've started to see this story blow up. They're, like, they're commenting on Instagram, for example, we're being invaded at this point, or why are we allowing this? And then another person said, it's just our owners keeping an eye out. And tons <laughs> and tons more comments like that. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're in trouble on so many fronts. I mean, not just with China, but with, with Russia. I mean, Biden and his administration is is stumping for a war with Russia over Ukraine, which is really unbelievable yeah, at this point. It is. How, is, how is giving Ukraine 
31 Abrams tanks making us safer? It's I mean, not. It's not. It, it's it not. just it's escalating the situation. I, I don't want to get off topic. I know you want to talk about this. The these uh, spy satellites, whatever China China's calling them. Well, mm. we're calling them spy. Well, they're call, They're saying that it's for a meteorological use. Right. But it's not. Obviously, it's yeah, not. I'm, I'm Captain Crunch. The New York Post had an article on that that came out this morning, and they were quoting the Ministry of China. And it read that China is a responsible country and has always strictly abided by international laws. And China has no intention of violating the territory and airspace of any sovereign country. Uh So that's what they're telling the briefing on like this past Friday. But that's why China, they abide by international law. There's no such thing as international law. Why are they building islands in the South China Sea? And they're claiming that it's completely harmless. It's a civilian airship used for meteorological research and that it had deviated far from its planned course because of wind. Oh, that's... Now, do you think they would let wind... I believe them. (laughs) They're going to let wind knock an aircraft with a tech bay off its course? Wind energy. Yeah. I guess that can move something that's as large as three buses. I don't. I don't believe them. Nor should anybody with a, a half a brain. And I think our president may have half a brain. But that's about it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So while this isn't very surprising, it, it's definitely still concerning. It depends on what side of the political divide they're on. Right. I guess. Right. I was going to say if they like Biden, they're not concerned. Right. Which, it's like the local NPR affiliate. Those people. They're just. They laugh off any criticism. You know, mm-hmm. people will write letters and emails saying and, and criticizing them for the lack of interest, and they just they chuckle. And just yeah. Laugh it off and don't address it. Well, that's what Kamala's doing. She's getting yeah. away with it too. Just laugh it off. And uh, anyway, I, it's China, and you know I think they have something on Biden. I think he has financial interests in China. I know he does in Ukraine. I think that's pretty much clear by the the contents of the laptop. Yeah. His son's laptop. I mean, yep. Ukraine, China, Russia. There, he's got financial interests all over the world, and a lot of this is dark money. It's it's. Um, it's ill-gotten gain. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of things are going to come out eventually. Maybe when, not when he's in office. Well, all we those classified to. documents just well. happen to be lying around in his private home. That's already fizzled out. No one's talking about it. They would rather go after Trump for declassified documents. Right. Nobody's that curious about what Biden had or why he even had access to it. They're not treating the uh, the document, uh, the, the scandal equally. No, of course not. There's got to be some type of trade-off. You know, he has all this information. He has assets or whatever over there. And we're sending them intelligence. I think we should cut ties with China. That's what I think. I think. Right. I mean, I know why President Nixon began establishing relations with with Red China. He thought maybe in the long term it would lead to uh, a better understanding between the nations, and you know maybe make us both countries safe. I mean, I can understand it. I don't agree with it. Right. I think uh, China is uh, brutal dictatorship. They've made some gains in, in, in the free market, but I mean, it's still a communist government overseeing a semi-market economy. Right. And they have the right. blood of 60 million of their countrymen on their hands. Mm-hmm. They're a communist dictatorship and they need to be feared and they have a very formidable military. A lot of people here aren't even really willing to look into this that deeply, you know. But there's aerial surveillance currently happening it's like we're being invaded and nobody's really jumping at it. Nobody's seeing an issue. Well, you know, I, I think you mean invade, invaded from our southern border. Well, from multiple and, borders, and, I guess. Aerial and, aerial and, and yeah. also from our southern borders. Especially our southern border. Four and a half million people have come across this 
nation's southern border illegally since Biden was inaugurated. So in two years, we've got four and a half million people who should not be here come to this country illegally. Yeah, the, it's a really complicated process too, because if we're letting everybody in, we're letting in criminals too. Do you like think? If, if there's no process for like background checks. Screening them or vetting them, right. right. They're just like people are massing across by the, you know, by the hundreds each day. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, you're right, there's gotta be a process among all those people. There's gotta, right. there has to be a few bad apples. Yeah, yeah, you would think. That's just statistically, that's how it would play out. Uh, just harping back to what you were talking about, cutting ties with China, I think that would be really hard to do because of the app TikTok. Oh, right. People well, are so-, so invested in that app. People are making money off that app for their small businesses. And it seems like it's it's growing and it's helping them make money. And it's alluring to the kids who are on Instagram. They're also on TikTok. They're seeing all these trends. They want to sure. copy all this stuff. They're influenced by it very, very easily. And I actually watched a video about the algorithm and the Chinese are controlling the algorithm in China what they what their kids see on TikTok is not the same as what the kids in America are seeing on TikTok really stuff it's very selective so we're seeing a whole lot of nothing basically well when I said cut ties I was kind of a knee-jerk response to what's what's happened in the past couple of days I think you can't do that obviously they are a nuclear power right you can't cut ties totally I think we need to uh, threaten them with sanctions, economic sanctions. Well, Trump would have done that. Right. You know, that's why that's, people that's miss the, him. We, you can't cut ties totally, but we need to punish them economically for what they've been doing and what they continue to do. I think that's mm-hmm. that's not going to happen under this administration, but I think that's right. uh, an intelligent way and I think a, a safer way to deal with it. Yeah, and and as you were saying, it, it won't happen with this administration because they're in tight with China. Yeah. You know, They're scoping out our land and our executives are, are not even phased. You know, so that leads me to be a little bit suspect on it. And does this have anything to do with Bill Gates purchasing like $13.5 million worth of farmland? And the balloon being over Montana, like the, yeah. the West like that, that's where a lot of oh, land they, they, is. So they could be tied, that could be tied this whole I, yeah, spy thing. Yeah, I don't know. It could, could be. They could be eyeing land. Yeah, I, that is, a, that's plausible. I mean, I can see that. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, they, they have been looking at U.S. land for a long time. Mm-hmm. I guess it's federal lands, right? I've, obviously, right. they can't look at private lands. Let mm-hmm. them try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that, then then we're, we're going to be uh, seeing where the rubber meets the road if that were to happen. But I mean, the fact that our federal government would even entertain selling U.S. land to another country is, right. is unconscionable. The only time they would get this opportunity is is right now. Yeah. That's why they're acting right now. You know something, I why I love President Trump, he wasn't my first choice, but he put when he was in office and puts America first, mm-hmm. as, as every president should. It should, it, I mean, you shouldn't even have to say it. It should go without it should stand a reason that a U.S. president would put America first, but that's not always the case. I think Obama, uh, I think Clinton, and Democrats in general are globalists, and I think that's where you see a divide between much of the two parties. Some Republicans are global, globalists as well, but mm-hmm. I think conservatives believe in uh, national sovereignty, 
Right. We're, we're, right. We're sov- each of us are, are sovereign nations, are 190 sovereign nations. There's no global federation. It doesn't exist. Yeah, because they're against the collective. And, and against the collective. The left, they don't even like the word national because nationalism to them is Nazism. Yeah. Or, you know, they, well, they don't want to hear about that because it, it reminds them of Hitler and it's fascist and like all this stuff. Hitler was a socialist. Well, they flip it yeah, around on yeah. it. People who are collectivists are socialists. Fascism is, is way closer to communism than conservatism is. Exactly. So they don't understand that because they don't want to take the time to understand it. America first. We could tell we could go sideways and talk about Trump's chances in 24, but maybe a future show we could do that. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about always. Always. You know what that quote always says? I'm sure you've heard it, or if you haven't, you're about to hear it. Hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. And I think we're living in that last part. That's by G. Michael Hopf. Yep. Excellent quote. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Mm -hmm. Good times create weak men. And weak men create hard times. Well, we have weak men in office now. We have hard times. It's only a matter of time before we come back around to the beginning of that loop. And we're in the process right now. So I think we're going to see some strong men and women come out of this. And hopefully with this new wave of strong American citizens, we can take control over our country again. Make America great again. Exactly. China's not trying to make America great. China's making China great. Putin's making Russia great. Yeah. So what are we doing? We we're, making, we're making China great. That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's by that's a yeah. Yeah, Biden ought to get a, a cap. That ought to be a slogan. Making China great again. Oh my goodness! I'm sure they probably exist. You know his whole China Joe slogan thing. <laughs> that's from Trump though. China, China Joe. I didn't. I hadn't heard that one. You, that's, oh that's my good. god. Let me write that down. China uh, Joe. I'll show you. All right. China Joe, a parody of the Doobie Brothers song, China Grove. Oh, <laughs> I remember that. 1974. Oh my god. I was in high school. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, We're guys. looking at something on the computer. It's hilarious. I hope you guys enjoyed the listen. I will be back here next week in the same place. And while you're here, be sure to check out all the other great podcasters, including my dad. Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> right here on the BMG Network. Thanks for the listen.